1: Hi, I'm Michael Winslow from Police Academy One Through Infinity and Spaceballs with Mel Brooks. And you are listening to (coughs)
0: can Air. Inhale it and enjoy. (laughs)
1: End message.
2: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Can Dare, your tribute to pop culture. I am Jeremy Colley, I'm Jack Doherty, and I am Randy Hardenbrook. And joining us today is the founder of Rookie Mage Games and the creator of the popular horror themed game Don't Get Stabbed, which I'm excited to talk about because it sounds fun. (laughs) We welcome designer and publisher Jordan McLaughlin to the show. Jordan, thank you so much for being here, man. Well, thanks for having me. I'm excited. Good, good, because I think we're going to have a good episode ahead of us. And welcome back, Randy. It seems like it's been a week or two. Yes, yes, yeah. it
3: has. I was facing death.
2: Yeah, <laughs> and you and you triumphed over it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Congratulations Good job.
2: <laughs> well, today this Retro Roundtable, we're going to be talking about some of the best redemption stories from pop culture, which I'm excited about. I thought it was a pretty cool idea, and I don't think we've ever done that before, have we? No,
1: we've never done anything. No. At first, I was kind of like, man, this is going to be tough, but then I was like, you know what? The floodgates opened. There are so
2: many. That's what makes a good retro is when it's tough to think about. If it's easy, it's always going to be like, "Oh, uh, Darth Vader," uh, <laughs> uh, Ninja Turtles." You know, like same shit we've always said. So this was cool because it made me it made me think. And then we're going to turn our attention over to Jordan and talk more about uh, all the games he's created. But before we do anything, don't forget to find us on Twitter at canned air pod and on Instagram at canned underscore air. And if you head to candairpodcast.com, not only can you check out past episodes, but you can uh, support us in one of two ways or both ways by uh, getting t-shirts, mugs, stickers at our merch uh, tab there. and then there's another tab that takes you to our Patreon where for five to ten dollars a month get you access to a whole catalog of uh, content we've been recording for uh, what two, three years now. How long has it been?
3: Oh, it's been longer than that. I've been on for three or four years now, and you guys are doing okay. For so
2: it's got kind
1: of
3: maybe
2: it's closer to back. three. Yeah, we started when Jake was here, and that was a long time ago. So yeah, there's a lot of shit. Is my point. There's <laughs> a lot of shit. So check it out, and uh, if you don't have the financial means to support us, uh, many ways you can do it. You can leave us a review uh, on your podcast player of choice, and. Also, you hear the commercials that play while we're recording these episodes, or while you're listening to this podcast, rather. Um, Instead of skipping over them, just let them play. Let them play for that 30 seconds. Help put a little bit of change in our pockets. We want to hear that jingle jangle,
3: right? Yeah, just tune them out like these guys tune out me.
2: There you go. Yeah. Just like that Randy's here (laughs) Oh, hi Randy I forgot you were here (laughs) Uh, What else am I
3: forgetting, guys? Uh, Check us out on evergreenpodcast.com The network we're proud to be a uh, part of And yeah Yeah, indeed Yeah
2: And with that, let's kick it off with this week's Retro Roundtable What?
3: All right, best redemption stories. Uh, Randy, kick us off. All right, so, uh, and this is kind of an anime trope anyway, but I noticed it first when I got into Dragon Ball Z when that first dropped in the States on Toonami. But uh, anytime there was like a villain that Goku went up against, specifically Piccolo, he would always end up becoming like partners with them and end up like becoming a good guy. But uh, it just always cracks me up Because there's always kind of that trope in anime Where, you know, the big bad of that season Or whatever will most likely End up coming over and being like Oh, you defeated me, I'll be your best friend now
1: <laughs> no, <Sel> didn't.
3: No, <laughs> didn't. Frieza did Motherfucker Did Frieza? Yeah, well, and the androids I mean, shit, yeah, Krillin banged 18 were. Yeah, I know yeah.
1: I would have <laughs>
2: I like totals.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Boo did too, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I thought he did. I never, that was where I left off.
3: Yeah, there was literally like every main villain except one throughout the entire Dragon Ball Z arc became like good guy in Team Earth there at the end. I didn't know Frieza did. Is that when he was in gold form? Well, yeah, That well, kinda. I mean, Frieza plays both sides of the field because in the manga, I think he's back to being a total asshole now. Hmm. But yeah, he...
1: Probably because his brother cooler. <laughs> cooler. <laughs> Jeremy is so lost. Right I know. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I
2: I understood Dragon Ball, but that's about it. I have no idea what the fuck you're talking
3: about.
1: Tien was bad too at one point. Yeah, yeah, so one was one. Yamcha. Yeah, and Yamcha. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. Yamcha.
3: Yeah. So was Oolong. <laughs> We're going way
1: back. Yeah, I know.
3: And lost like 90% of the audience. Good job, Randy. Podcaster of the year right
2: there.
1: (laughs) First five minutes, no one's listening.
2: (laughs) All right, Jordan, how about you, sir? Uh,
1: I
4: always uh, liked Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I don't know if any of you guys ever watched that.
2: I didn't, but I did see that online when I was looking for ideas that uh, somebody had mentioned. At least I think that's who it was. I'm sorry. Continue.
4: Oh, yeah. It was It was like um, I, I got into Buffy when they started putting shows on DVDs and you could pay 40 bucks to get like the entire season. <laughs> yeah. um, so we, I had just gotten like my first apartment. So all my friends like basically just lived with me and on my couch and slept on my floor. So we were always looking for stuff to do. And we just randomly got Buffy. And they had Spike, who started out as a bad guy, he's a vampire. Um, he's also known as William the Bloody because of his bloody bad poetry. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but uh, it was, I think it's the fourth season, the government puts a chip in his head where he can't hurt humans. So, but he loves violence so much that he just decides to join the good guys that way he can still, you know,
1: what? Uh, still cause violence
4: mass. on people. Um, And then eventually, like he goes, he gets a soul and he dies at the end to save Buffy and everything. Oh, Um, wow. Which is fine. But like they definitely took their time with it. And that character is probably, you know, one of my top 10 characters in TV, you know, that I
3: that I like. Didn't they do a spinoff series with him?
4: Uh, They did one with Angel. Oh, That's okay. what it was. It yeah. was kind of similar? Like he—he he was a vampire. He was good when the show started, and then he lost his soul, and then he got it back, and then he had to go to L.A. And okay, okay.
1: They did okay. their own thing. Yeah, so then when he was vampire. gone,
4: they're like, "Well, we got to get another vampire with the soul in here." So <laughs> gotcha. Okay.
1: <laughs> I didn't realize there was so much to Spike. I knew he was. I guess I never watched that far in because I watched here and there, but I always knew him to be like the villain, but not always. He was always just kind of like. Oh, how, how do you say? Like we're gonna go ask Spike to go help us with something, kind of like yeah. go ask the bad guy for help or insight on something like for the another big bad. Ish. Yeah, he yeah. was
4: a it was an yeah. anti-hero type character for a while. And hmm. even after they killed him off, they moved him over onto Angel. They just brought him back literally three months later. Completely <laughs> no un- plot un- device. He's <laughs> just undoing there. the sacrifice totally.
2: <laughs> Jeez, no idea.
0: <laughs> no, <I didn't. laughs>
2: it's okay though that's all right we're broadening your horizons Jeremy. that's the truth that's the truth i've i've gotten onto so many things because of just sitting here talking about something you know what i mean mm-hmm. hearing something i've never heard of before i mean i've heard of buffy don't get me wrong and i've heard of spike but anyway uh jack what you got
1: <laughs> so i can't remember the character's name but it was uh vince vaughn's character in uh dodgeball Explain. Well, he ran this little nothing gym for all the the losers and stuff like that. And he was in in jeopardy of losing it because of bills. And he ended up, you know, putting a dodgeball team together and then won and was able to pay off all the bills. And everyone was his friend. And then he got to have a threesome with Ben Stiller's wife and her girlfriend at the end. But that's hey, that's a prize. That's not really a redemption. That's just the plot. (laughs) <laughs> he redeemed himself as a good person. But I couldn't say I've never seen it. You've never seen Dodgeball? Once, maybe like when it
2: came out on, on DVD, but I didn't remember nothing about it. Like I've told you, I've got to watch a movie two to three times for it to like no, stick in true. my head. Otherwise, it may as well not have happened.
1: Okay, so what he ends up making a deal to to lose the game. Okay, okay. And all then right, he I'll comes back at the end and wins. And okay, then, yeah, all
3: right. Or playing off a Dodgeball. <laughs> Jack's all about the threesome, ladies and gentlemen. Well, who wouldn't be? <laughs> Accepting applications now. <laughs> oh, and that just got awkward. But what about, what, is it Olga or whatever that played on the Vipers team that fell in love with, uh oh, what's the skinny kid's name?
1: The big gangly
0: skinny yeah. kid. I don't,
3: I don't remember. <laughs> that movie's good. i got to watch that again. It was so good. Patches O'Houlihan. <laughs> that was his name? Dip,
1: duck, dive. No, that
3: was the, the trainer or whatever. <laughs> Whatever
2: you just said sounded like your Dennis Miller impression.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he came on the YouTube the other day and I lost it just thinking that you're doing. <laughs> 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 All right. um, uh, Mine would have to be Doc Ock in uh, Spider-Man 2, the Tobey Maguire film, and in No Way Home. Because in both uh, instances, you know, by the end, uh, you know, it's because that chip got fried. But he gets to kind of make right what (laughs) everything he'd been doing wrong by drowning himself in the river. Hmm. Yeah.
3: Well, he kicks some ass in the new Spider-Man movie, too.
2: Well, yeah, in the new Spider-Man movie, too. Yeah. And I got to say how satisfying that uh, reunion was for Mm -hmm. him and Peter. Yeah. Like, seeing like how almost genuinely happy he was to see Peter up there. How mm. are
0: you, my boy? And I
2: thought about it because, you know, he had only been through that portal, what, a few days? And the last time he had seen him was from Spider-Man 2, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So in two days, like <laughs> Peter Parker ages 25 years, years yeah. you know. <laughs> it had to be a little jarring. That would be my pick. Doc Ock, any, any comments on that? Nope. Was it
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, was there ever any type of redemption redemption uh story like that in the comics? Like I know y- you've talked about the spectacular Spider-Man multiple times, like where he kind of like took over Peter's body.
1: That was Goblin.
2: That was you're thinking of the superior, superior Spider-Man. Superior, I'm sorry. No, he didn't do anything good while he was uh Spider-Man in the comics. He I don't know. I maybe there is, but I've never read it. I mean, typically in the comics. The version of Doc Ock that was in these films is very tame compared to the one that was in the comics. Like Mm -hmm. he had like a runaway ego that just could not be, could not be uh, straddled. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, Okay. Much harder to deal with. He was a complete ass. A good majority of the time.
3: (laughs) Fair. Gotcha. All right. Moving on. (laughs) Back to you, Randy. (laughs) All right. So hopefully I can get a little bit more people on board on this one. But uh, the G.I. Joe movie and Cobra Commanders kind of turn once they got into Cobra law and they all got captured. You guys have seen the G.I. Joe
1: movie. It's been so long. All right. Well, I just remember he gets turned into a snake at the very end. He
3: does. Yeah. So for people who haven't seen it, like right off of the Transformers movie, they released the G.I. Joe movie. And part of that plot device was there was like a secret like reptilian kingdom where serpentor was a yeah because he had his three something. minions
1: too yeah. yeah
3: um but anyway they cobra escapes to it and they all get captured and cobra commander ends up kind of helping out roadblock and they escape to go warn the other gi joes and he's like turning into a snake but he's like helping roadblock because roadblocks got blinded in the movie and it's just a whole it's a real dark cartoon movie but uh yeah, it's just how he ends up kind of like helping the Joes there at the end it was always kind of cool.
0: Hmm.
1: Well, you know, he was getting the shaft because Sepentor was there. So. Yeah,
3: well, yeah, there's that. Yes.
1: <laughs> I got to striking it's been the fuck out so <laughs> long
3: since I've seen that. I can't.
2: I don't think I've ever seen that film. Well, it's just so I didn't funny. Even know, they made one.
3: Well, it's so funny, too, coming off of the, the Transformers movie with all the pushback from Optimus dying. They had originally killed off Duke in it. Yeah. Oh, I remember and, people talking about yeah, that. Yeah, at the end of the movie, there's like this disembodied voice. It's like, don't worry, kids, jo- or Duke's okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't think, well, no, it wasn't in the movie. That's right, because I was going to say, well, I remember when I was little and I saw it, I, don't, I didn't get upset. What, Optimus died, but, or Duke. No, Optimus. Oh god, yeah. That's yeah. A...
3: well, Duke got fucked up. He took like a one of those Serpenter snake staffs to the heart. Did he, <laughs> yeah, he I don't got, remember. there was blood and everything. It's a man. flesh it was... wound. They we
1: were just trying to write Duke off because Flint was coming around oh, yeah, and taking yeah. up yeah. taking up ranks. It got heated pretty quick, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh back to
4: Jordan. Uh I'm gonna do uh basically all the main cast from Shits Creek.
0: Okay. Yes. oh okay
1: <laughs> oh man like it
4: you know i i really liked the show at the beginning and i didn't like it as much as the end and i realized that was because they became better people
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and that made it less funny
4: <laughs> yeah uh, and then once i kind of had that realization i'm like okay like all right i'm on board with this but you know all those characters were so well written and so over the top that you know, one of the things I, re- I really liked about the show is that typically when you take a show and you go into like a small town they are like the small town people are the weirdos mm. yeah. and this was the total different like they were weird but they were always nice they were always trying to help and you know the main family were the horrible ones and everyone else was just trying to do their best for them and like it just gotta eventually the kindness and goodness will rub off on people <laughs> and make them better that's a good pick
1: though very good pick it was great. There's a lot of times watching that series that I was in awe of how much they had changed and started growing throughout the series. Because it was a huge, a huge deal. I mean, they couldn't do stuff for themselves. How how uh, many seasons was that again? Is that four or five. I think it was four. Yeah, about four. I think. Hmm. I think I, I happened to night. finish it right when it ended. Like right when the series ended, So <laughs> I caught in on the the last last. Oh, you trail. mean like when it originally aired? No, I had never. I had always seen it on Netflix, and I was like, "Shit's Creek," oh, eh. And then ended up watching it late in the series. I, I think see. when the the last season finally came out, like so. uh,
3: like on TV, like you caught caught it like as it was airing.
1: Well, it was on Netflix. It wasn't airing. Oh no, no, it was airing. That's right. No, I caught it all on Netflix. That's right.
3: What uh, channel so was that on? on. It could- well, it, it was a
4: Canadian show. I don't know if it was on like broadcast TV here at all. I've just always known it as Netflix, and Netflix picked it up from yeah, Pop in Canada. I think is what it
1: is. Pop? Something, yeah, something like that.
3: Hmm. If it was on Netflix, how did you start watching? Like
1: maybe he just was got just hit hit to, to it eggs. like uh... during the th- okay. I was wondering that too. <laughs> I, I had forgot that it would it would it had already been on in Canada and stuff. I thought that I, I had caught up. To the fourth season and watched it when it came out But I So so Jack just got confused I get confused sometimes
2: (laughs) We still love you (laughs) All right, we'll see if we can cut through that Confusion with your next next Pick
1: Uh, The other one's from a movie that everyone told me to watch A million times and it finally took me How many years to finally watch it
2: Oh shit! I knew this was coming up.
1: Andy Dufresne. (laughs) Yep. So
2: (laughs) good a redemption. It's in the title of the movie. Yeah.
1: Serious. (laughs) Light bulb. And it's so vivid in my mind because I've only just watched it, what a month or so ago. Yeah. But yeah, that was such a good. That was a good
3: movie. Yeah, it was. Shout out to Josh for finally being the straw that broke. Jack's back to actually get off his ass and watch it.
1: I tried to look for Eddie where, where it was at, but I I couldn't find it anywhere. Yeah. Good
2: movies are typically hard to get your hands yeah. on. The shit ones, though, they're everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> everywhere. But, the, yeah, I mean, uh, I, I can't think of a
1: better redemption. Mm-mm. No, and then it just all, Shank it all came together in one big... Thing at the end, pretty much. You're like, oh my god, this is happening. Oh my,
2: oh he's free. Oh he's gone. I loved how they played that, though. They kept you. You weren't going along with his escape. You know, the whole movie, like every step of his way. You were just as baffled at the end, like when the warden and the officers walk into a cell and he's not there. Like,
1: the fuck. Yeah. Where is he? (laughs) You know. At first, I was like, oh, he's gonna dig a hole, and then they kind of just went off on that and just went into normal life, and then. All of a sudden, kept saying, "Oh, it's been this many years," and I was like, "Jesus Christ, time is just flying here." Yeah, because he was in there for what thirty years or something. stupid? Twenty four, five, I thought maybe thirty. I can't remember. It's been a long, time. A long time.
3: But- I'm curious. I've got the uh, Audible version on my queue. I'm I want to listen to that. I'm curious if there's like any big changes at the end from the movie because I've only ever seen the movie. You think we've read it? No, I just, <laughs> I'm just, i
2: just curious. If... <laughs> I don't have any idea. Uh, you'd have I to bet Google it'll make it.
1: more sense where he finds Andy on the boat. Probably, it's not going it, to be just a big, yeah. vast, yeah. blank, empty beach with just one guy in a crashed boat sitting there working Dundee on
3: it. SL white boy. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't know.
2: There's something about that ending, though, where you don't get to hear what they say that kind of makes you intrigued by it. You yeah. know? Yeah. Because how many times have you said that? If they would have said, hey, Red, what's up, man? You know, not much. Just, you know, it would have taken some of I apply
1: a pair of pliers over there. You want to oh. paint a fucking boat? <laughs> <laughs> all right. That's all they were doing is just setting up tasks to get the hell out of there. So you know,
2: if it just pans out and you don't hear them, it could be anything. But you know, going back to what you're saying, Randy, being the uh, you know the audible version, there's probably way more in that. They typically no. cut a lot of the fat out for
1: movies, so they won't be like. And then the camera pans away from the boat as you hear mumbling from. Andy and Red talking. You'll have to let us know after
2: you, uh, you know, listen to it. Yeah. You know, what what the differences are because I'd be curious.
1: Hey, maybe I'll
3: talk about it on Patreon. Hey, Hey. look at that guy (laughs) selling, selling. Beat standing on a corner flipping a sign, guys. Heard (laughs)
1: that.
2: All right. Uh, My next pick is going to be how about um, Eddie Munson? No. No? No, that's... I, a,
3: <laughs> I actually had <have> Steve Harrington. <laughs> so like, you jumped fucking quick to that. <laughs> I had Steve Harrington on my list, so I'm with you on that. I just seemed... Ooh, I mean, Steve Eddie never really like, probably been better.
2: seemed to do anything wrong. It's just from the way he dressed, looked, and acted, and listened to, he just got a shitty rap. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. yeah. definitely. And he had always been saying, you know, how he just run away from things. And then at the end, when his friends need him, you know...
1: He, he, pre- stepped up he stepped to up
2: and proved himself a pretty awesome friend. And but uh, he
1: did have to mention, I didn't run away. He was proud of himself. Good, Don't take that away ed- from <laughs> me, man. He's dead. <laughs> he's not dead. Hey, listen he'll here,
3: Shawshank. Relax.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, it was a good him coming back and finally. You think he's going to be back, though? Yeah, I think that, it's, uh, it's all over the Internet that he'll probably be back.
2: What? What? Like
1: it's I don't like think they a... can
4: handle any more characters on that show. No oh, <laughs> <Yeah>, shit, because <really. laughs> you know they're gonna
1: bring like
2: three, four more in with the next season. Yeah, they'll yeah, have, have to. to.
3: Or they figure out some way to bring back like frickin', uh Barb, Barb, and what was the brother? <laughs> um, fuck. Oh, uh,
2: shit. Dace with Montgomery's the
3: character. Yeah, yeah. Um, wow. Bobby?
2: Bobby was it? Bobby was that his name? No. No. Whose brother? Uh, I can't Max's remember. Max's brother. Max's brother. Oh, Billy. 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 That's right. Yeah, Billy. really <laughs> You know, it, I mean, he has kind of been back in, like, the Upside Down. Like, you know, like yeah. when she was in her uh, uh, dream state and when they were, like, trying to find or fight him, uh, Vecna, like, he was inside that, like, what was it? Like, a cooler door, like, beating mm-hmm. on the window and almost breaking the door down. So, I mean, I don't know if that's considered him being back or not, but...
1: Yeah, eh, kind of
3: a flashback from yeah. season two yeah. or whatever.
2: At least he's still getting paid. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah. I've heard a bunch of theories that just cause a lot of people look at like D and D s lore with Vecna and Vecna has a right hand man of that's some other demon or vampire guy that he's got a shield with spikes on it and Eddie had his garbage can with the big spikes out of it and oh. so I, there's a lot of correlation that goes with it, but it it really there would be Vecna's
2: number one weapon against them is turning one of them on them on yeah. the rest of them. Yeah,
1: hmm. I don't know. I don't we'll see.
2: I guess we will. <laughs> <laughs> All right. In a year. Did anybody else have any picks they
3: wanted to get off their chest? I had one more I wanted to throw out to the the table here. So Thanos, the bartender, and what
1: if? What? You guys remember in the? I remember. I don't remember what he. He was did. a bartender. Yeah. I thought
3: he was a bartender.
1: No, he, he wasn't. A, he was just a. He was a portrayed as a came. good guy. Yeah.
3: But I thought he was a bartender. My bad. No, just I don't kidding. Think he was a bartender. Wait,
4: I think he's in a bartender in those skits that um, how it should have oh. ended, on YouTube. I think he's a bartender oh. in that actually. Oh, okay. There's like a evil's pub, yeah, villains pub or something, and I think he's the bartender.
3: Oh, okay. In <laughs> I had a whole Halloween like Marvel Cheers thing <laughs> planned out with. Thanos, okay I can't
2: think of what you're talking about Like the only time I remember seeing Thanos in What If Is when he came through the portal And Ultron just zapped him in two No, it was the Star-Lord Yeah,
1: with uh,
3: T'Challa as Star-Lord Yeah, Maybe I
2: didn't see that one There was a few of them I haven't watched Mm -hmm. yet I just kind of like jumped to the end To get to the point, you know (laughs)
1: Because
2: I was not bowled over by the uh, Peggy Carter one I was like, this is
1: just kind of fucking boring No, I like that one the, the Star-Lord one, I, I wasn't a big fan of. Well, I just struck out, so Dr. thanks, Strange for, thanks was, for
3: tuning in, guys.
2: Doctor Strange <laughs> was really good. I yeah. enjoyed yeah, his. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, it's funny that comes up because I actually watched the uh, last few episodes of that series last night. I just wanted to see them fuck up Ultron. That was a good fight. That was a good fight. <laughs> it was pretty
1: cool, but anyway. I want that Ultron figure.
4: <laughs> he's out. i heard he's... I've he heard Ultron's supposed to be back in one of the shows now.
1: Uh, uh, I've like heard the something about shows like
4: Armor Wars or something. There's yeah, yeah. somehow be back.
1: Ultron's supposed to come
2: back somehow. Well, the figure is out, <clears throat> but he's a build a figure. I was gonna say I thought he was a build a figure. Yeah, I've got his his arm came with uh, Hawkeye, <laughs> 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 and the biggest piece of him comes with the character you want the least, uh-huh. Miss Marvel.
1: No, no, she's probably one of the one I'd want the most out of them. Well, all right. That well. poor, that poor toy. <laughs> I like Miss Marvel. I, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. There's a, there's a Sharon Carter figure that came out in the line too. It's the two different moon Knights, like him in his normal garb and then one in like the Mr. Mr. Knight. Mr. Knight. And then there's Hawkeye, uh, the girl, the girl Hawkeye, what was her name? Kate, Kate Bishop. Bishop, Kate Bishop, Miss Marvel, and She Hulk, and uh, did I already say Sharon Carter?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Then well, maybe that's it then
1: Oh, Sharon, Agent Thirteen, or whatever her name was.
2: Yeah, not Peggy, but Peggy's her, her niece, niece that was yeah.
1: making out with Cap and
2: being all creepy across the hall.
1: The, she's
2: the what the the dealer or whatever. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> So any hoodly doodle. All right. I think that's going to do it. Uh, So let's jump to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to be talking with Jordan. Stick around.
0: Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app.
2: All right, we are back from commercial, and once again, joined by Jordan McLaughlin. Man, I hope you're having a good time. Oh, yeah,
4: definitely. This is a ton of fun. I love sitting around talking about Marvel stuff, old 80s cartoons. Like,
2: I can do that all day. It's basically just
4: what I do with my friends when we sit around.
2: (laughs) 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 Well, you are in the right place. But, uh, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, You know, uh, the one game you you mentioned in your email, Don't Get Stabbed. I looked it up. It looks like a pretty cool uh party game like a good fun game. I've never I don't play many games but that seems like my style of game. Um I don't know. It kind of reminded me of what I was seeing uh, not cards against humanity but kind of uh I'm just digging myself in a fucking hole. Just <laughs> tell us about the game, man.
4: So yeah. So uh Don't Get Stabbed is the uh the first game I made. Um I made it in went to Kickstarter in 2019. Um it people kind of ask me like how you got into this business and everything. And it is literally as simple as me and my cousins were getting drunk and my cousin leaned over and said, you know, you should make one of these games. And I'm like, yeah, I fucking should. (laughs) 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 And literally on the way home, like, you know, I'm totally trashed that evening. My partner's driving me home and I'm in the car and I'm just going, I'm going to call it. Don't get stabbed. We're going to have one person be the killer. We're going to do this. And he's just kind of nodding like, yeah, sure. uh Uh-huh. Just (laughs) expecting me to, totally the next morning move on and instead the next morning i ordered blank games or blank poker cards from amazon a bunch of magic marker markers and i spent two weeks just trying to get like a working prototype put together um and then you kind of went back to my friends you know on a similar night and like you guys thought i was kidding guess what we're doing tonight (laughs) don't get stabbed and so that we went through the first rounds of that and they kind of after we were done they looked up and they were like you know you've kind of got something here you need to to push this and make this. So, you know, I started working on figuring out how to actually make a game. (laughs) Like I have no experience in the industry whatsoever.
2: That's That would be Um, my biggest thing is like, where would I even begin? But I mean, it sounds like you come from a background where you've played a lot of games. So uh, you probably have a much better understanding than I do.
4: Yeah. Like I, I worked in marketing before. So like I I knew if I had a product, I know I can get it out there. I just got to figure out how to make it. So like, and I, my artistic ability is not the best by any means. <laughs> so like, I had to find a way of like, you know, I, I can't go and afford an illustrator to do this. I've got to figure out a way to do this on my own. So mm-hmm. I, I decided to do like if South park can get away with their graphics looking like that. Then surely I can.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah.
4: so I, I, I tried to do somewhere in between Scooby-Doo and, and, uh, and South park. And after work, I would just go to the West library and sit there and teach myself the software of how to do art. And I, it took me several months of like just learning, trying to get it right. And finally I was like, this is as good as I'm gonna get. <laughs> and so, you know, it, I think it works. I think it's okay. So right. we moved forward. We, we did the Kickstarter um, which is definitely the most stressful 30 days of my life. <laughs> um, <laughs> Like I, there's a reason that my hairline is as back, as far as it is. It happened in 30 days. I had Jesus, like 30 days. A, a ponytail and stuff before before this happened. Wow. <laughs> um, but like it, we went to Kickstarter, we we got it funded, and then you know it came in around October of that year, um, which was kind of good timing because like I sell most of my stuff on Amazon. I've got my own website, but I had sold other stuff on amazon for like you know when i was working for other companies so i'm like i know how amazon works i can get there i I can make that work um so it did really well there it sold on on christmas i'm like all right well i think i can do something with this so i ordered a bunch more and then started making more games i'm up to six games i've tried to do a little bit of something for everyone um my first couple games were all like adult themed and my yeah. nieces and nephews were getting pissed. I kept making stuff that they weren't allowed to play.
0: <laughs>
4: <laughs> so so I had to kind of like pivot. And like, so now I've got some kids games. I got some family games. I, I got a little bit of stuff for everyone now. Um, and then I've got my seventh game called um, Nuns with Nunchucks that wow. I'm actually going to go back to Kickstarter for in the spring. Um, so it's really been a wild ride over the past, you know, what, four years
2: that's impressive uh seven games in four years and you know like I said it'd be difficult for me to think of a single game and you've made seven of them how do how do you uh do that I mean are you just kind of basing them off games you like or how how does one create a new game you know I I I wouldn't know where to begin
4: in my family I'm known as like the crazy creative one and like, I used to make escape rooms for my family in like my aunt and uncle's basement. Oh, wow. Like, and I'm not talking as a kid, I'm talking as a, you know, mid thirties adult, this is the stuff I would do. <laughs> and so like, I, I've always liked the, the, the kind of entertaining of people. Like that's the stuff that kind of always came natural to me. The, the thing that didn't come natural is the mechanics of games. Mm. So like I play a lot of games just to see what different mechanics are. And like, if, if one mechanic I like, I like, I take note of it. And maybe in a future project, I go back. I'm like, is this something that works Okay. or maybe I change it? Maybe I add a couple other things into it to make it easier, make it, you know, more complicated. Um, I don't know if you guys ever heard of like secret Hitler, uh, ultimate werewolf.
2: I've heard of secret Hitler. Yeah.
4: Yeah. So those are the, what in the industry, they're called social deduction games. You have one person who is like, you know, mm. a, a, as a secret role and right. not all the players know who that is. And I've tried to get my friends to play that and they could never follow along. So I decided to make what I call a drunk proof social deduction.
0: <laughs> <game>.
4: <laughs> <laughs> so that like literally goal was just, if my friends can pull it off after they've had a couple beers, then this will work. And that's how I made my second game, which is the unseen. Um, okay. You know, it's about a, a cult leader taking over a town they brainwashed a couple other people and they all know who each other are and they are going to work, work together to hide the cult leader's identity from all the other players so mm. if you like games where people get mad and point fingers at a, like in people's
3: faces and call them filthy fucking liars that's the type of game <laughs> this you sounds know, like that, I, that sounds awesome like a experience. game i would play <laughs> these sound like such the perfect holiday games because i could totally yeah. see me and my brother going at each
4: other in these Oh, I have a video from a family Christmas where we were playing it and I just <laughs> stepped back and recorded. Cause like everyone is yelling and screaming. There's a 10 year old child on top of a chair pointing in her mother's face, calling her a liar. It is the best video that I think I've ever recorded. And I actually used it as a Facebook ad for a while. Of Like, do you want your family gatherings to be like this? <laughs>
1: it's
0: right.
4: good
1: family fun. That is rah, awesome. Rah, 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 rah. It's the truth, though. I mean, those are the best
2: kind of games. Yeah, You're trying to figure out and, like, call someone's bullshit. You know, kind of like Secret... Didn't Jake talk about Secret Hitler playing that on the show once? Like we had like loosely talked about it, and maybe it was. That would have probably been that would have been right up his alley. I mean, it was just that game was kind of a uh, elaborate Guess Who, right? I mean, version of Guess Who. You know, what's that old game where you flip the card? The yeah, that's Guess Who. Guess Who is that Guess Who? Okay,
4: is your character bald? Is your character wear glasses? That type of thing. Yes, yeah, it's it's got like the the secret, you know secret person that you're trying to find out type thing of course in this one you know it's obviously Hitler <laughs> um, Right. <which laughs> leads to its own set of uh, complications
2: <laughs> so all your games are seemingly in the horror, horror uh, genre correct
4: no not uh, like I've started doing some family ones I started out in horror because I was a big horror fan and when, when the idea got placed in my mind to make a game for my cousin, I was really into the Friday the 13th video game.
0: So oh, I took okay. a lot of
4: inspiration out of that. Um, my favorite horror movies are the screen movies. So like okay. those are always in my head of, you know, the, the meta-ness of it. And we had been pl- playing the game Exploding Kittens around the time. Um, so I, I kind of described the games like if you took those, tore them all apart, Frankenstein them back together, that's what you get. That's Don't Get Stabbed. Okay. okay. Hmm. But I've got other ones like a, the, the kids' game that I just got. It's called Portal Potties. Um, and it's about wizards that I lost their off. jobs. They lost their jobs. So they all go in the porta potty business and they use their magic to teleport poop into each other's toilets to make <laughs> them overflow and put them out of business.
2: Nice. <laughs> Oh, you're not going to find anything close to that at a no, store. No, it's, and it's a, it's a yeah, very original idea. It.
3: And my, my kids would go apeshit over that. And I think yeah, I, most people yeah. would.
2: Yeah, I, absolutely.
4: Yeah. I like to say that I made it for my nephews as they were going through like the poop is funny phase, but mm-hmm. I never got out of that phase. I kind of really,
2: <laughs> I know quite a few people who haven't, and some of them are on camera Guilty. right now, Yeah, <laughs> man. So you said this uh, game that's gonna ha- uh, you're gonna do a Kickstarter for in the spring. Uh, what was it? Mm-hmm. Nuns with nunchucks. Yep. Can you are you able to talk about that at all?
4: Yeah. So it's a it's a battle game um, of the worst combatants that you can get. Um, basically, you're you're trying to take over the world, but the good armies of the world have already taken all the good combatants. So you kind of get what's left. Um, <laughs> so you have like they're all like the stupidest characters I could think of, like. I I had an Excel spreadsheet in my phone and as I'm like laying at night and my mind is wandering, I'd think of something that I just thought was the stupidest thing. So I'd have to get up and go get on my phone and write it down before I'd forget it because I'd forget it when I went to sleep at night. Um, So like it's got nuns with nunchucks. It's got, my favorite is Tony Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln's lesser known twin brother. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, There's a door-to-door door salesman, just the stupidest things that I could think of. Um that I turned oh your disappointed mother. Um, and it's oh, just wow. a old lady staring disapproving you disapprovingly <laughs> at you at the card. at the bottom it says your brother would have won this game by now
0: <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> uh, they,
4: they all kind of like have hit points and you can do combos like it's the most like strategy I've put into a game so far oh, that's um, funny. which which is open to whole like a lot of my stuff is pretty casual. this is definitely the the most you know in-depth one that I've did. so it's been taking longer to try to make sure I got it right, but like the the humor in it is a hundred percent things that I thought were funny, and hopefully other people find them funny too.
2: Oh, I definitely think they will. Yeah. I mean, based on the one card you told us about, <laughs> Madison, <laughs> and stitches over here, man, I, I love the the humor behind it. And for that one. um, I, now that I do this, you know,
4: kind of full time, I can afford uh, actual illustrators. So people won't get tortured by my art anymore. And the the guy yeah. that did the art for him, his name is Creeps McPeaks. And he is uh, here out of Columbus, but I was at the Dank House Brewery in Newark mm. and he does all their art. And so I walked in and I saw all this art and I'm like, this is what I need for Don't Get Stabbed. Like, this is the guy. So I like hassled the bartender until they gave me his email address. And, you know, I emailed him, he came in, we, we really like, you know, clicked. He totally understood like the ridiculousness of what I was trying to do it, uh, do. And so he made all this fantastic art and, you know, it's, it's probably the one that I'm going to be most proud of by the time it's done. Awesome. Wow.
2: That's exciting. You're going to have to let us know and we can get you on the show and help promote it. Oh yeah, Definitely. Man, and if you go to uh, uh, rookiemage.com, what are people going to find there? I mean, other than uh, your games, or is that just it?
4: I've got my games, and I've got some merch on there, Um, like if you're wanting T-shirts, buttons. um, I'm trying to get uh, underwear just because I think it's funny. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Sure. (laughs) uh, I haven't found anywhere. I could buy it where I think anyone would actually purchase it. But like, I just want like a like white briefs with nuns with nunchucks printed on the box. I was gonna say
1: it wouldn't have to be only briefs too. You couldn't do boxes yeah. or anything.
2: There was a time a long time ago when our merch store first went up. Jack put on a, put a pair or not a pair, but a Candare shower curtain up just to,
0: <laughs> just to see if
2: somebody would buy it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, they didn't. It was way too
1: much. It was so expensive. Yeah, it was. How much did you put it for? I don't. I put it for the minimum, but I want to say it was like around sixty bucks. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus! You can go get it Walmart and get one for twenty. Shit, you can get one for probably like five to ten. Yeah, the nasty plastic ones. <laughs> oh well, <laughs> but but still, I mean, won't have our can on sixty
2: dollars to have us standing in the bathtub with you.
1: Well, it was just the can too. That was. Oh. What was good. That's no, there wasn't.
2: Was. That's bullshit, because there was another oh, one. Oh, wait, no. You you did the shoot of us at the comic book store, <laughs> so it's <laughs> That's right. like no. we're all standing there in the shower with you. <laughs> That's right. Never sold. Yeah. Never sold. <clears throat> anywho. So what about rewards on this upcoming Kickstarter? Uh, like, Have you determined any of that? No, I, I know it's early, but uh, have you given any thought to kind of rewards for backers?
4: Yeah, so th- I think, you know, a lot of these ones, they when you do these Kickstarter campaigns, they have, like, these huge tier lists, and mm-hmm. I honestly don't want to deal with a whole lot of that. So I'm only going to offer a couple, but one of the things I know I want to do is I want to get actual nunchucks with the logo on it to, to have, like, a prime thing. The only thing is, like, I don't know if Kickstarter is going to let me do it because it's technically a weapon. weapon yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. We'll just get those but, little, like, like it, plastic it, shitty ones from the fair.
4: Yeah. yeah, or like like I found on um, Amazon some like foam ones. There you go. I'm like I yeah. can probably get away with that because the for for I went to Galaxy Con over the weekend and for um, future events I bought myself a nun outfit and got myself <laughs> foam <laughs> uh, nunchucks so I could walk around and when people ask what's going on I could just. Hand them the nice little sticker that says nuns with nunchucks. Go to nuns with nunchucks.com.
3: That is um, awesome. I
4: tried to bribe some of my friends to do it and none of them would do it. So I, apparently the duty has fallen on me to dress Was that a
3: pun?
2: Them. Did you, none of them would do it?
4: <laughs> it wasn't, but I, I I probably should have just taken credit for the Yep. <laughs> yep.
3: Yep. It was. so i know you had mentioned you know you make a lot of of, uh you sell a lot during the holidays are you running any any type of promotion for any of your stuff for the christmas season or
4: yeah there's i got tons of discounts right now like all my games are on sale for the season um if you go to the website there's a big banner says holiday sale you click that it takes you to all the games um some of them are like up to five dollars off okay um especially like the newer ones like it, it normally takes a while for a game to get some traction um, so the, these new kind of family ones, like I really want to get those out there. So I've been discounted, trying to, to encourage people to try them out. Um, so I've got those discounts. And then I do diff- discounts throughout the year around different times. Like Halloween is a really big time for Don't Get Stabbed. So I do discounts mm-hmm. for that and for the, for the unseen. Um, for um, uh, I have a game. I don't know if I'd call it a game. I have a, a thing called uh, Full of It, which is inappropriate conversation starters um and for whatever reason that one does really well around valentine's day i am guessing couples are buying it as something (laughs) to do i don't know what how great of an idea it is but they are doing it because like the questions in are are very inappropriate i just i just got a one-star review on amazon Saying that, I expected it to be inappropriate, but not this inappropriate. Oh, oh see, that's, that's
3: so a
2: fun. fucking that's, badge of honor, right yeah, there. That's really. a compliment, yeah. right there. I'd be shining my nails on my <laughs> collar, like, yeah.
4: Oh yeah, that, anyone that asked about it at the conventions, I'm like, I got a one star review for being too inappropriate. And they're like, sold. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you able like, to it, give us a taste of one of those one of those conversation starters?
4: Um, the, the one that comes right to the top of the head is, uh, where is the, um, where, or where is the strangest place you've ever pooped?
2: <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Um, okay, are we, wait, are we going to answer You never that believe
1: or? what happened. No. Uh, yeah. It's going be a story.
2: <laughs> I can't think of, I've, I've pooped anywhere else except for in a toilet. Yeah.
1: Me either. Yeah. But maybe yeah. that will come I back mean the woods, but. <laughs> a lot of these like
4: conversation starters, like they didn't come like directly from my life, but they came from like stories and stuff that I had heard over the years. And that one specifically, it came from a friend of mine who told me the story about her dad that was driving to a meeting and he was already running late and he had a sudden case of diarrhea <laughs> and and her aunt's house was on the way. So he decided he was going to stop there, but his her aunt was at home, so he couldn't get in, but he could get into the garage. And he got into the garage and he found like one of those storage, like plastic container bins oh my. and went in there <laughs> and then left a note on it saying, do not open. <laughs> and then just kind of left it, went to his meeting and then had to come back and awkwardly take the storage bin out. To take oh, to my
2: the God. Open. Please tell me you didn't open. it. <laughs> That's pretty strange. I, yeah. I've got an
3: inappropriate poop story that actually fits with this. I just heard today at work. If we've got time for it.
2: Oh, man. Is this going to leave me scarred or anything like that? No, it's, just, it's
3: fucking hilarious. <clears throat> okay. I just my ass off. So for my day job, I work the landscape industry, right? So yes. we had uh, one of the foremen come in, and he was talking about how earlier in the year we got a complaint from one of the HOAs we take care of because one of our uh h2b which is uh hispanic workers had to go to the bathroom so he went like out in the woods behind somebody's yard but she could still see him so she came running out yelling at the foreman and without missing a beat the foreman's like well he's special needs we like hire special needs guys and she like bought it and just like rolled with it he was was taking a shit in the woods yeah like, right at the wood line, like, <laughs> feet were on the grass, ass in the, the woods, like, in full view. Oh, my <sighs> God. So, yeah, that was, uh, that made my Monday. Wow. <laughs> <That's wrong laughs> Sorry, age. guys. Man. There's that, so
1: much wrong with that, but it
3: was. This is one of lazy. the
1: employees where you Yeah,
3: live? yeah. One of the work visa people that we have come every year.
1: <laughs> when you gotta go.
3: Yeah, I mean, you're in the middle of an HOA.
4: I have to deal with one of those. Ugh, Sorry, <laughs> they, they had a giant fit because I had my like ring doorbell. It was two inches to the left, further than it should have been. So I got like a nasty letter Jeez. saying that they were gonna like report us and stuff. But then the then the broken down car that had been in, pl- in front of my place for six months—they <laughs> can't do That's anything fine. about that until next yeah. week.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, your conversation started to work
1: because I totally needed <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> really exactly. a lead into that. On the rabbit trail got, of poop stories yo, now. Yo, there's <laughs> stuff like... that
4: just, like, it gets pulled in from, like, random places and... I think the other, my other favorite one in there is how have you disappointed your parents the
1: most? Oh God, um, do we have these hours? Of, you see people's
4: faces and like you see all that trauma just come right in yeah. <laughs> front of their head.
1: Tears start rolling. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't really mean to ask yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: now, you. Now you've mentioned being at uh, GalaxyCon uh, recently here in Columbus. Do you do a lot of conventions?
4: I, I just recently started to, um, for the longest time, I was like, I don't want to go out and have a bunch of people talk to me. <laughs>
0: yeah. I feel you.
4: Yeah. Uh, totally yeah. I, I was like, I you know, it. eventually I was like, you know, this is the next phase of the business. You have to, you know, suck yeah. it up and learn how to do this. Um, so I started going this year. I've mainly gone to kind of like, um, horror conventions. Um, cause don't get stabbed is my most popular one. And sure. Like when I was doing like audience testing, you know, at the beginning, it was horror fans that responded much more to the game than like hardcore gamers did so i went to uh, uh days of the dead in indianapolis i went to scarefest in lexington um actually i actually have a good story from uh the one in indianapolis um i was so they they just like any other convention they have like horror icons that from like different movies they come in and they sign autographs and stuff right for. sure and what's fun about it is that a lot of these people in the movies that they're in wear masks. So you don't necessarily recognize them in everyday life. So I'm sitting at the bar having a beer, trying to order a salad because like that was the only thing on the menu that looked remotely edible. And this guy beside me just starts chatting my ear off. And like, I'm the first I'm like annoyed of like, I just drove all day. I've unloaded like 400 pounds of games. Right. I'm not in the mood to talk to anybody. But I, he eventually wore me down and I kept looking. I'm like, man, I should really fucking know who this guy is, shouldn't I? And it, it just keeps going in my mind. And then some lady comes up to him and starts talking about his schedule for tomorrow. I'm like, okay, he's a celebrity. But who the hell is he? And he was Jason from part two where he wears the bag over his head. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> and I didn't realize it until he had left. As soon as he left on one of my phone and like started looking up Like all the people were there and there his face was, I'm like, that's my favorite horror movie. I was talking to the Jason the entire time, and I didn't know it.
2: <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, it's understandable. Again, he had a bag on his head during the movie. How are you going to recognize yeah, him? Yeah, exactly. Did he take it off at any point?
4: Uh, briefly, but he has, like, deformed makeup and aesthetics you know, right. yeah. and stuff on.
2: Isn't that the scene where Corey Feldman had, like, cut all his hair off or something, like, trying to look like him at the end of the That's film? That's in or? the fourth one. Is um,
4: it? Yeah. Cause the, the fourth one's got Corey Feldman and then the next one, Jason isn't even in it. It's some like copycat. And then that movie did so bad that the next one they brought him
2: back as a zombie.
0: Mm.
2: <laughs> wow. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you learn something new every day. Okay. I want to remind our listeners to go to rookie mage.com. Uh, as far as social media, are you on Twitter or uh, Instagram? I've gone uh, Facebook and on Instagram I have a TikTok. I'm
4: not very good at it. So if you want to watch a 30-year-old, you know, 39-year-old man try to understand kids' technology, you can go to TikTok and watch me my desperate attempts to be hip.
2: <laughs> What's the uh, handle? That's a very good question.
4: <laughs> for, for Facebook and Instagram, it's Rookie Mage Games. Uh, okay. For TikTok, it should be the same thing unless I messed it up and didn't realize it. <laughs>
2: Awesome. Well, maybe we'll have to get ourselves a copy of that uh, game and try it out here. The yeah, uh, so, oh, yeah. Don't get stabbed, because it does sound fun. Mm-hmm. It sounds like it'd be more up my alley than doing some of those games that are like fucking cardboard MMOs. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <coughs> it sounds yep. more uh, in my yeah wheelhouse. So, Jordan, let us know when the Kickstarter is about to start. We'll get you back on. But, man, thank you so much for being here and uh, just you know have a happy holidays man yeah you too thanks for having me this has been a ton of fun jack what do we have on the website sir
1: go to cannedairpodcast.com where you can listen like follow subscribe buy some merch become a patron see some youtube videos see some of our special guests and if you'd like to be a guest and promote your work send us an email on our contacts page
2: <coughs> and once again find us on twitter at cannedairpod and on instagram at canned underscore air And if you want to show support, once again, uh, two ways to do it. Well, multiple ways to do it. But the the first two ways would be merchandise on our website, again, at candarepodcast.com and on our Patreon, uh, which you can also get to through our website. Uh, A few different ways you can do that by getting merch on our website at candarepodcast.com once again or uh, going to our Patreon, which you can either hit that orange button or just look us up on Patreon. Uh, And again, if you don't have financial means, leave us a review on your podcast player choice. It does help out, I promise. And what am I forgetting? (laughs) Evergreenpodcast.com. There it is. (laughs) The name of our network. And I'm just, I cannot get out of my head the image of that guy pooping on the tree line. (laughs) You're welcome. (laughs) I didn't say thank you. (laughs) But I mean, just how awkward that would be. Like jose can you come in and sit down like, <laughs> like i never thought we stopped stop taking have, crap in the yard I never thought we'd have to have this conversation but yeah. here we are <laughs> oh man all right i think that's going to do it for this week's episode so until next time i am jeremy collie i'm jack doherty i'm randy hardenbrook and jordan mclaughlin thanks so much for listening everyone and be excellent to each other Whenever there's a fire in your house, be sure to get outside immediately. And once outside, get on CannedAirPodcast.com. Well, thanks for the tip, Blowtorch, but just one question. What about the fire? And no one is half the battle.
0: G.I. Joe!
3: This has been a Canned Air production.